following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Tsunami Faithful Podcast. I am your host this week, Paul Pascrillo. And with me I have... Six Sketch. And... ASM Ride Rail Medics. And bringing up the rear. Who's Junior? And as Sketch alluded to, he's six, so that is why I am hosting this week. Boo. Well, we can't have a sick sounding sketch i guess i don't know lots of i was spot for three days with an arrow shot in my testicles the irony is i'm still gonna do a lot of talking <laughs> yeah i know exactly <laughs> <laughs> hey that's by your choice okay that's by your choice so is it is it really or is mm. it because i just can't let your bullshit slide <laughs> what my bullshit okay then anyways um so it's gonna be a different different kind of podcast here because we're we're not doing week to week anymore so say for instance the talkbacks won't be this week on toonami because it might be from last week or the week before who knows (laughs) it's just whatever you know whatever sketch likes and that'll be posted so or Or not posted but talked about <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna talk about all those strippers that he has hidden in his home what? that would what <laughs> i mean i mean that would that would cost a lot of money and huffing and snort oh jesus that's why that's why sketch is so sick um anyways probably so... not but it was also the first airing of hd outlaw star this week so we're going to talk about Outlaw Star a little bit. So hot and pretty. So let's uh, let's get to the talkbacks. Sorry for it, y'all. So referencing uh, Dragon Ball Super the other week, Josh Knighton writes in, Wait, did the narrator just quit? The narrator just quit. What in all of the hell? When the narrator gets fed up with Goku, you know there's zero hope. Pretty much. Pretty much. Goku was just so damn rude, man. Like, shut the fuck up, Goku. Let the man do his job. <laughs> I do have to say, I, I like, I like that episode actually of Super. So sometimes Super gets really silly, which honestly well, is it's more enjoyable than when it tries to take itself too seriously. True. The thing yes. is, you need a little bit of levity though. Sometimes you really exactly because mm-hmm. you know. Can't wait for that right baseball that. episode featuring Yamcha. <laughs> no one likes Yamcha. Well, that's gonna be. It's gonna be alright. It's gonna be good. Yamcha, the weakest member of the DBZ universe. Oh yes, let's go hang out with Yamcha. No, <laughs> dude, I would that rather. That was such a sick burn. <laughs> I know. Look at dude. I would rather hang out with Krillin, man, just because of the fact. Even though Krillin gonna die, 
At least he put up a fight, man. Young yeah, child don't even want to come to the fight, man. True. It's like, do we need to give you it's your true. tampons now or later, young job? He's also got a hot wife, so there you go. Krillin, yes. that is. Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm about Krillin. to say. Not, not young. No, no, yeah. not Yamcha. No, Yamcha doesn't even know what a woman is anymore. Um... <laughs> so he's kind of like he right back to where he was at the beginning of Dragon Ball, where he had an extreme <laughs> phobia of women. Hmm, interesting. Yes, exactly. He's now he just sits there and he looks at his hand circle. and he's like, he looks at his hand and he goes, this is the best thing I can get. Well, at least he know he can't lose to it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I just like see I just picture him looking at his hand and then all of a sudden that scene where he gets blown up in uh, Dragon Ball Z by one of the uh, what are are they called? Cybermen Cybermen, yes (laughs) Yep, even his hand is stronger than than Namcha Oh god Wow Okay So we started this podcast off right. Let's go. Yeah, uh, Jafis wrote in noting the uh, con- the contradictory thoughts of uh, the two seasons of Dragon Ball airing currently at 11 p.m. Dragon Ball Super Fusion is for cheaters. Learn to fight for yourself at 11:30. DBZ Kai. Hey, learn this thing called fusion. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty contradictory. <laughs> that is true. And he also wrote in, they got Boma reaching for a Dragon Ball over a ledge when they got all these characters down there that can fly. Yo, all wrong. <laughs> that is or, true. Or are they right because she's bent over? Ah. Uh, mm. Well, you do get Ah. Uh, nice. uh, 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 mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Mm-hmm. You see where they're going with this. Mm-hmm. And Josh also writes in, Dendi's healing powers sound a lot like a phone ringing. What is this healing sponsored by AT&T? <laughs> and Mega Daffy responded, more healing in more places. Uh, Which places? Oh. I know what kind of healing I need. Hey, wait, is this Savage Sketch tonight? <laughs> Maybe. Hey, six sketches, Savage Sketch. I like this guy. Come on back, brother. Okay. Sean Kane, 1998, wrote in, Why is Jotaro calling every girl a bitch? Did something happen to him when he was younger? I don't know what you're <laughs> implying there. I don't know, man. I don't know. Some probably did him, man. Shoot. He doesn't talk about it. <laughs> well, you know, I put, put it like this. Jojo got 99 problems and a bitch ain't one. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> true that. True that. <laughs> <sighs> Happy Kuro Kitty wrote in, I feel like Kakoyan is what Kuwabara wishes he looked like. You know what? I can see Kuwabara is still cool because he looks like, um, what's his name? Blake Showers or whatever dude's name is. He looks like that guy Blake from Gri- Slam Dunk. No, Blake Griffin. That's his name. Oh, yeah. I did see that image. <laughs> totally looks like but him. But look here, man. Kuwabara was cool in his own right, man. He was a man's man. That's right. That's right. Man. Nobody, a, nobody can talk trash a, about Kuwabara. Kuwabara had a He's no Yamcha. Exactly. <laughs> uh-uh. You know what? Even and when he's Kuwabara sure no Sakura. Him, oh, God. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're right. He's not a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that right. one time. <laughs> oh. 
Well, that was just uh, that that didn't. You know what? Now that I think about it, it, was Yamcha ever a woman in Dragon Ball in Dragon Ball at all? No. Like I feel like he dressed up as a woman at one point. Um. Hmm. Maybe. That long (laughs) flowing hair. I tell you, he wasn't half as sexy as Joseph Joestar. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. Absolutely. I can't even. <laughs> well, that's something like a thick. Oh God. Actually, Joseph in uh, drag uh, is probably going to remind people of a certain character on Hunter Hunter soon. <laughs> God. Or rather, a Why do form they all, of They're the all character. connected. See, they're all connected. <laughs> oh, more we, about that later. <laughs> Is that in Green Island at all? I, I mean, but mm. Sears adult. Even the characters in JoJo, man. Even the fat dudes are like buff, man. That that's pretty cool. Oh, oh yeah, fat, <laughs> like all oh, of the high school students are freaking ripped. <laughs> yeah, and even the fat it, sailor. It's like what. the like what the hell did they just like shoot y'all up with steroids during middle school <laughs> hey but you know in defense of jotaro calling all women a bitch uh in stardust crusaders most of the girls he's been around have been bitches <laughs> so, that's true uh, except for his mother who's kind of a yeah. doormat okay un- unfortunately <laughs> okay yeah wouldn't have been my mama Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. but like it's all like... those girls at the high school Ratchet, <laughs> right? Like, like you would have said that's a moment that would have been. All right, head. all right, all right. Let's read the talk, Max. Come on, shut up. Another we'll be from, here all night if we don't do that. Another from <laughs> Happy Kuro Kitty regarding JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. A common theme in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is a fight at a restaurant. Even meals aren't sacred in this show. That's Gotta true. be true, man. Think about it, man. You see a lot of fights in Waffle Houses, man. <laughs> Fuck both of y'all. I think Boondocks has a term for that. <laughs> but I'm not going to repeat it. Yep. Jeffries Herrera writes in Old Joseph doesn't like the cultures of Japan. The people, the setting, the tea, and even the American coffee taste bad. Yeah, Old Joseph is kind of old and set in his ways. And okay, let's just say it. He's racist. He's, he's racist. He's a racist old man, man. <laughs> racist old man. He's racist. He's he's Richard Epcar. <laughs> Richard Epcar is not racist. No, but he's played by Richard Epcar. I just blew some dust off of my keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> how do keyboards get so dusty when i use it like every day i do not understand i understand uh, why things in my room get dusty because i don't touch them <laughs> science like... d aaron writes in seafaring jojos eh because that went well the last time it happened <laughs> yep yep moving on to hunter hunter josh knighton writes in wait Biscuit is 40 years old. This biscuit has some great preservatives. <laughs> I was going to say, how the hell is that girl like 40 years old? Nen, Actually, baby. She's not She's not 40 years old. She, I think. She's more than 40. Yeah, she's like she, 52. She, uh, I think we get the exact age 
in this week's episode. I think they said it was 57. It was either 57 or 58. So she mastered Nen 40 years ago, meaning she mastered Nen when she was a teenager. Mm. Seems about right. Child prodigy. Just kind of stayed that way. Makes you wonder if she was that short when she was 17. (laughs) Maybe. So her her name's Biscuit, huh? Biscuit Kruger, or Bisky for Mm -hmm. short. And Josh Mm -hmm. also writes in, Gone and Kill are lucky. I had to go to KFC for a wing and a biscuit. These two get it for <laughs> no effort. <laughs> I know that's right, man. You probably got one. But the question is, Josh, did you get one of them dry ass goddamn Popeye biscuits that'll choke you out? Ooh. Trust me, if I'm ever in a fight, dude, all I need is a Popeye's biscuit. And Darrell likes to choke on biscuits, don't worry. You like to choke on biscuits too? I got one for you right now. <laughs> now, at one point, I was thinking of. Uh, Biscuit Griffin from Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans, and I was yes. mm-hmm. talking about how I wanted Ben Diskin to voice him, but I said Biscuit Kruger on accident, and then somebody's like, oh, but it'd be great if Ben Diskin voiced Biscuit. <laughs> like, oh, oh, that would be different. <laughs> so so basically, Biscuit got reincarnated into Hunter Hunter, is what you're saying. Gotcha. Sure. Yep. No, <laughs> no. But I, I am loving Tara Sun's uh, performances, Biscuit. It's fantastic. I love how she went from, like, I'm going to break these two up to, like, oh, God, they're diamonds. I must train them. <laughs> she got that Hisoka look in her eye. <laughs> yes, she did. Yes, she did. <laughs> and on that topic, D. Aaron writes in, wow, Biscuit practically had an orgasm of excitement over Gon and Killua's potential. Goddamn cougar. Yeah, I know. Honestly, I felt bad for the scissor guy. (laughs) Like, he didn't choose the thug life. (laughs) It chose him. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then it's like, he just wants to, you know, get by, but he can't beat these kids and he knows it. (laughs) And Biscuit's just using him to prove a point. Poor guy. I love how she's just like, she's like, well, you've been humiliated. You've been humiliated enough. You can but go. you know, the sad thing <laughs> is, dude. I was like, dude, hold your head up high. You're still not young, child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this going to be a recurring theme on this episode? Is that it what's going be. on here? <laughs> it might be. You know who There's else isn't Yamcha? Zenny Gata M Morse one zero one seven writes in that Lupin the Third was great because it highlighted Zenigata's moral code and showed he's capable of keeping up with Lupin. Mm. Yeah. Lupin still won, though. <laughs> Cause, Lupin cause the And Toonami Gamer writes in, the Lupin harem keeps growing. Yeah, with increasingly younger girls. <laughs> it's like, wait a oh. minute. Oh. You know, I hate to say it, but man, Minoru would love that. Oh no! <laughs> oh man, the dub of that show is hysterical. Not that the Japanese one isn't, but it's, a, it's... somebody needs to get somebody needs to talk to TMS and be like, "You do realize you're playing in America now, right?" <laughs> I mean, Lupin's kind of a family show. Particularly this season is supposed to be like an international family show, so I understand why they would include kids. As, as like, you know, the tag-along kid gimmick, but it's like, it's it's going to be a bit much. 
But that ghost girl, though. Aw. <laughs> that, that, that took an emotional turn. <laughs> but it was pretty obvious she was the ghost. It's oh, like, yeah. oh, there's six cents in us, aren't they? Uh, yeah, yeah, they are. What is with Lupin and solving mysteries this season? I don't know. Maybe you want to be like Sherlock Holmes. Maybe he wants to be like Conan Edogawa, who he's had many crossovers with. That's why he's case wearing closed. the blue jacket. <laughs> so would you say that case would be closed? <laughs> oh, God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> TMS is all like, we can't get Conan to work... Uh, internationally or at least in the u.s we, we need to add some conanisms to lupon and try again <laughs> yeah that's it's gonna work real great but it's 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 interesting it's uh it's a little different than what i expected but it's not bad i i am still thoroughly enjoying this because the antics are top notch <laughs> i mean <laughs> jiggin almost pissed in a corner <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and it's revealed that that is how these guys get entrapped because they get drunk they piss in a corner they fall into a secret compartment because it opens when liquid goes through it <laughs> oh, well, I'll put it to you like it's a very man. elaborate ploy <laughs> you don't get that on drunk in a... look you get drunk but you don't waste the booze man sorry you just don't I, I knew you were going to be uh, sad about Drunk. that Darrell cried a little bit when that happened. Man, when he oh, pulled that wine one, down right? the hole, I was pissed. <laughs> I love that delivery that Epcar gave. <laughs> it's a go! <laughs> <laughs> it's just some things you don't do, man. Mm-hmm. Dude, I cry when I see a shot spilled. Yep. Now, if it's right good, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> just a handful more general talkbacks. This one from Josh Knighton. Lupin's expression when he tells Carlos that she was not alone was very endearing. It shows our gentleman thief really has a heart. Yes, he has a heart and a heart on for Fuji Cakes. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. There has not been enough going on in this season, and I hope that that I is... I know, uh, man. I, I hear that, that that will be resolved, but... They need to resolve that quickly. Right. Jeffries Herrera writes in about Naruto Shippuden. Props to Melee Flanagan, voice of Naruto, and Troy Baker, the voice of Pain, for their great performances. Oh, yes. Very, very good performances. That fight is intense. And very visually interesting? <laughs> Put it that way. And Andrew Kaiko writes in in response to... Uh, previous podcast in which he posed the question to the Toonami faithful podcast listeners if they actually thought that Toonami was cancelled after the Rick and Morty stunt and he said by the way that question about Rick and Morty was addressing the other fans who don't keep up with the news not you guys (laughs) we knew that (laughs) but now I don't think anybody who listens to this podcast actually thought Toonami was getting cancelled. <laughs> we are the few, the proud, the faithful. We are the Toonami faithful. Slightly dwindling in numbers. <laughs> Alright, Outlaw Star is back! It's glorious return in HD, and oh boy, 
for a 90s show, it sure looks good. It definitely looks nice. It's fucking phenomenal, man. To see those big-ass boobs on Hilda. Oh, fuck. Fuck you, Paul. Jesus let me have my Christ. moment, man. Just let me have my moment here. Oh, my God. You couldn't You couldn't go two seconds into Outlaw Star without you being like, look at those boobies. Oh, my God. Hmm. Yes. About that. <laughs> <laughs> D. Aaron writes in, the award for the shortest amount of time for a protagonist to get laid goes to Outlaw Star. And Ahava22 responded, but does it count if he likely paid for it? <laughs> you think, it does. You think Gene doesn't have enough swagger to get a girl without paying? I'm pretty sure he does. I mean, he probably paid for drinks. I don't think he paid to have sex with her. Maybe. But maybe. <laughs> but if that is true this time, it won't be true another time. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. I ain't paying for none. Oh, Rob Barracuda. Oh, I see what you're where you're going with that. I see where you're going with that. <laughs> but before we get to that, here's <laughs> Gene doesn't pay, he gets paid. Come on. So the that girl paid for him about. to sleep with her? That's not what I mean, but... <laughs> maybe? I mean, who knows? Maybe. <laughs> Isn't that Goal Goal 13's shtick? No, you, you pay to have sex with me. Yeah. <clears throat> and you do all the work. Because <laughs> I just oh, lay here. You have some... No, I'm going to just shut up right now. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. Rob Barracuda writes in, Fun fact, Gene is actually an alternate universe Joe star. How else could you explain that star mark and his last name? Yeah. Oh, I like that, Rob. Nice. You get points for that one. Nice. Uh, or, did, or did JoJo take that from Outlaw Star? Hmm. Um, no, JoJo was there first. Definitely not. JoJo's from the 80s, man. Jesus Christ, it's that old? Holy shit. But it yeah. holds up so well. Well, just like Parasite, there's certain aspects of it that don't hold up so well, like how it treats women. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean. And animals. Dude, Attack on Titan don't treat animals right, man. Well, you can't you can't put that argument there. That that is true. That is true. That is very true. Those poor horses. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, JoJo's manga started in like. So, sometime in the 80s but uh even uh stardust crusaders was like late 80s yeah but it's still good though man i mean mm-hmm. shit who doesn't love the fucking 80s man the 80s fucking rock i mean 80s was like this the north star right <laughs> it was a the lot 80s, of shit. back in the 80s manga had balls <laughs> okay <laughs> you could get that away with a true. lot in a shonen magazine <laughs> Just remember, Fist in the North Star was in Shonen Jump. It sure was. Yeah. Different time. Different time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Allison writes in, I'm curious to see what happens next on this Outlaw Star show. It's the first new Toonami show since Samurai Jack for me. Hmm. Never seen Outlaw Star, huh? Um, I mean, it it was out of out on the like not available to watch for a while, so I guess that makes sense. 
Yeah, because Paul's going to give me a copy of that. We'll en- enjoy it. Yeah, you can get the Bandai edition. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Well, there's nothing wrong with the Bandai edition. No. No, so you're not losing out. Pretty sure it's still <laughs> a collector's item. <laughs> but, the, but this beautiful Blu-ray of Outlaw Star now on sale at Funimation. <laughs> no, I just want the Bandai edition. It upscales very nicely. <laughs> it does. It's beautiful. Beautiful. But the true remaster is very pretty. Y'all need fucking remasters, man. <laughs> there are no new ideas, only remasters. <laughs> yeah, how about we remaster? You know, just, just show <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Mm, yeah, more talk about remasters later. Happy Kuro Kitty writes in, Good call bringing Outlaw Star back to the time slot. Great nostalgia for old viewers and a good show to discover for the new ones. I will not disagree with that. Nope, either will I. Now go get the belt. Wait, who? You. Nah. I'm trying to do a podcast. (laughs) Josh Knighton writes in, I could complain about how Outlaw Star is not airing earlier in the lineup. But I'm just so happy to have it back. It doesn't really matter. This is one show that I'm going to make a point to stay up for, especially after Shippuden. Welcome back, Outlaw Star. Fair yeah. point, but if they wanted to put it ahead of Naruto Shippuden, I would be okay with that. <laughs> Outlaw Star Lupin Hour. Let's make it happen. <laughs> I'm good with that. But yeah, it's great to have Outlaw Star back. Very entertaining show. It's just. Like like I said in a previous conversation, it's just an ideal show for a late night slot. It's it's pretty chill. It's exciting. It's funny. There's great characters. It's not a huge commitment, even though there is an overarching storyline. You you could pick it up pretty much whenever. Yeah, it's a good show. And you and then you find keys to the Galactic Leyline. The what? The what now? And considering how long people have been begging Toonami to play it again, I sure hope they show up for it. <laughs> yeah. This 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 could be the moment where they decide whether or not it's a good idea to replay classic Toonami shows. So, if Outlaw Star does well, who knows? Get back I, I don't, I mean, I don't think that... uh, the, the boner for Gundam Wing over at the Toonami offices has uh, quite subsided, so <laughs> that could happen. Well, I know I got a boner for a different Gundam that's getting a new HD next year. Mm-hmm, baby. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I got a gun boner out of this world. The crane can't even contain this one. Oh, oh mm-hmm. I will watch that instantly. I don't give a shit. Like, I will just be like, no, no, I'm not going to work. What do you mean I have to work? No, I got a vacation day here. Just use that. Don't worry about it. I'm calling, work- <laughs> I'm calling workforce management. Just, I'm, I'm going to be sick for the next two days. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, G Gundam is getting a remaster, so. Fuck. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. You didn't know Right Stuff was doing it? Oh, yeah. No way. It's actually yeah. already been remastered. It's out oh, in no. Japan. But yeah, they take their time bringing it over here. Yeah, but we're going to need that Ronin Warriors on. Uh, let's not. No, no, no. I will get pissed off. Let's not talk about that right now. <laughs> yeah, they don't have it. It's gone. Goodbye. So, mm. 
Any <sighs> additional thoughts on the return of Outlaw Star, gentlemen? Well, it took five years, but it's back. <laughs> like we said, it was going to come back. Exactly. We we did oh. we did rather champion that cause for at least a while. Dude, I continue to champion the cause. Yeah, we Our... championed it like throughout the whole five years of the podcast, pretty much too. So I mean, <laughs> it's good to actually see this show up. Uh, I, I mean, the ratings came out. We've seen the ratings, and they they seem to be pretty good for that time slot. So I mean. Except with the other shows. Mm-hmm. Can't really now ask makes, anything more than that. Now nope. The next thing is we need to go ahead and get that Centaur Power Hour coming back. But, Come on, man. Go and get get back, man. We'll talk about the ratings a little bit later. The way that they presented Outlaw Star was very, very faithful to... Uh, oh, yeah. You know, from yeah. back in the day. I mean, using those old JBV beats. Oh. And then, you know, that they were in the neighborhood and like, hey, let's add in some more JBV tracks for the block. You know, why not? You know, it works. Let's, uh, <clears throat> let's wax that nostalgia boner. Oh, I, <laughs> I will, I will complain. I will nitpick. This was a totally a wasted opportunity. <laughs> they could have used this old music, um, back in like, you know, March when they were celebrating their 20th birthday. Ah, good point. They could have used this, but, you know. Dang, darn I, shame I they didn't, like, get Outlaw Star instead of Tokyo Ghoul back then, right? <laughs> <sighs> was the, um, I, 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 I don't know if I... I bet Outlaw Star was probably cheaper than Tokyo Ghoul. Mm, maybe. Could well, be. it wasn't out on home video yet, so That's maybe they probably couldn't have gotten it. it. Yeah. Question real quick. Was there a Funimation logo at the end of Outlaw Star? I don't remember. I don't I... recall, but probably. Yeah. I don't think there was. I don't remember. I don't recall one, but hmm. I'm wondering because, you know, obviously they have the distribution rights for it, but I don't know if hmm. they had the TV rights too. So probably find out right now. So oh, of course, Caboose would have these all, <laughs> all two. Of course, up. he would. Yep. We'll find out right now. Back on Titan. <laughs> Easy enough. We got some news. You know what's really good about this too, Sketch, is if we did it, we're well, doing this every two weeks. Oh, did they? They did. Okay, so it is a Funimation I mean, title. There you go. No surprise, really. No, no surprise. They I was just slept wondering. their logo on everything. <laughs> um. So yeah, so the good thing about being two we every two weeks, we get more news and we can actually have a news segment. So. Yep. But uh, yeah, let's get into that news right now. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. So, first little bit of news. This is kind of a two-part thing. Um, I don't know if it was leaked or... If somebody just found it on the Warner Brothers site and slapped it on the Blu-ray forum, but um, Samurai Jack is getting a release actually quite earlier than a lot of people thought. Um, October seventeenth, right? Was it October seventeenth? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yes. 
Um, that will be coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. That's season five, along with a complete series edition that will also be released. And they are remastering seasons one through four. Yes. So, oh, yes. Yeah. So that is that is pretty awesome. But the fun doesn't stop there. No, no. They're also playing, and we're guessing this is the first three episodes of Samurai Jack because I think that's what they consider the movie. Um, yeah, probably. But Adult Swim is teaming up with uh, Fathom Events to put on the big screen for one night, uh, Samurai Jack. And it is going to be, I, like I said, we assume it's the first three episodes, obviously remastered. And you also get some commentary from Gendy. Uh, he has uh, some words on there as well. So we will uh, get to hear from him. I, I believe it'll probably be before they, they show Samurai Jack. Um, that's usually how they do Fathom Events stuff. Yeah, those of you that usually. are unfamiliar with what Fathom Events is, first of all, be ashamed because there's a lot of anime things that get put on Fathom Events. Yep. But Fathom Events is a... In fact, they have Samurai of... Jack listed under anime. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, you saw that too. Yeah. And dubbed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> God, that was hilarious. Um, but yeah, so Samurai Jack... We'll be playing on the screen. Um, I have to look that up real quick. I'm not. I think it might be October 16th. I'll have to look that up real quick. Um, give me one second to do that. Um, but pretty much fathom events for people that were confused, and apparently Colt is confused by this. So let me explain this real quick. Uh, fathom events is part of National Cinemedia, which is the. If you ever go to a Regal Cinemas or a Cinemark or an AMC. That is the ad company that they use, and through the ad company, they have something called Fathom Events that plays like the opera, um, plays anime movies, um, live concerts, live concerts. That's all done through there. Not every single theater does this, but Rift tracks. usually, usually, usually one of them in a city has the ability to do this. Maybe two sometimes. So. Um, yeah, let me... Okay, so I have the article. Yes, October 16th is when it's going to be playing. It's usually um, a pretty reasonably widespread release, but only like a one-time thing, typically. Yeah. So, um, and tickets go on sale. Let me see. Let me click on the link here so I can let you guys know that. I believe that's in September is when they go on sale. So let me... Hmm. Bring this up real quick. Um, September 15th, 2017, it goes on sale. So um, that's on Fathom Events' website. I'm sure it'll be on Fandango. You could probably buy tickets too, so um, or whatever. So it, it should be there. You'll be able to see it. Um, so lots of Samurai Jack coming for you in the next oh, well, yes. in October. So, oh, yeah, that's sexy, sexy. Bro. Kind of. I, I, I mean... Obviously, pretty, they don't. Pretty rad looking box set. I'm excited for the soundtrack. Yeah, probably oh, yeah. get that for me though. The soundtrack too. Oh, I, I, I actually don't. I, I I don't know like if they would do this, but I would love to see them try to put it in the in the later slots to do, play the remastered version of Samurai Jack from the beginning. You know, I kind of thought that that would be not against that. Not the not the re like I didn't not the remaster like originally I thought that they should have kind of. You know, once Samurai Jack yeah, was play the remaster, why wouldn't they? 
Well, no, 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 no. I, I meant, I meant, we didn't know about the remaster in the first place. So I was yeah. saying in the beginning, like they should, once they do season five, they should just go all the way back to the beginning and play it all the way through. Um, sure. You know, and in a later slot, I mean, they got nothing else down there. They might as well do that. And people would actually. I mean, tune Samurai in. Jack is already <laughs> at three thirty. So right. Just so continue. And then make it a part of Toonami. I mean, it makes sense. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm kind I, of wondering yeah. why it's not part of Toonami. I I guess they like the flexibility of it not being part of Toonami. But I mean, if it's gonna well, be there a while, just make it part of Toonami. Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm not worried. like it would be that difficult to add some bumpers. No, no, not <laughs> they could at even all. reuse ones that already exist. That's what they did with oh, well. They never actually had, well, they can't really reuse bumpers unless they're grabbing from, like, a marathon, since uh, they never had, like, the actual Toonami opening bumpers for Samurai Jack, because it was, you know, it oh, was, was the, the beginning of the block, huh? Yeah, that's true. They do need to at least make one of those. They, they need two bumpers. All right, so let's move on to the next piece of news. But, I mean, oh, it'd be nice. this I'm very excited about. What were you gonna say, Caboose, real quick? Well, I mean, I was gonna say, like, regarding the soundtrack. I mean, I highly doubt it, but it'd be neat if they could slap the Chris DeVoe remix oh, in yeah. there as well. That would be cool. <laughs> I mean, once we KBPS. So, okay. next piece of news. Um, Let me take a disco tech. Oh, oh, oh! Excuse me. I'm sorry. Once again, Discotech is the unsung heroes for Toonami Faithful as they have recently licensed, rescued a bit of a more obscure, underappreciated Toonami show from the uh, 2000s era. And that being the 2000s era Cyborg 009, which has been yeah. AWOL for a long time. Dude, absent without leave. <laughs> No, and no, Jose's okay. working on it. Yeah, he's ADR director, right? ADR director. I suppose it should have no. gone with MIA. No, 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 no. no. This is all already dubbed, and and it's it's just going to be. Uh, it's actually not even like an upscale. They're they're just releasing it on DVD and blue SD Blu-ray, which is something they've done for stuff like samurai pizza cats that they're not upscaling but hmm. it's an interesting concept i it, it more or less assures that you get the whole show on less discs which is good but if you prefer dvd that'll also be an option but this is apparently quite a ways away from being released so <laughs> hold your horses <laughs> but yeah it's finally getting a full release Previously, it was handled by Sony, and they released eight episodes total, both uncut and censored DVDs. This will be the full series uncut, finally. Awesome. Uh, it's it's a good show, and uh, I hope people buy and support it. Which, by the way, if, if you guys do like Cyborg 009, I don't know if it's still up there, but um, there was recently... And I don't know if Netflix still has it up there. It was uh, Devilman versus. Um, I'm pretty sure it's still up there. 
Is it? It's Devil Man versus Cyborg zero zero nine, right? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty good. I mean, it, it was pretty good. I, I, Plus I actually the CGI enjoyed it. series. Uh, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> I couldn't get yeah, into that. I shit. didn't think it was bad. I couldn't get into it. it. It was whatever they did was really bad. So, um, but know. whatever. I thought it got kind of weird, but yeah, it did. It got really weird. So the cyborgs, but, um, they're human again. What? <laughs> but there again. So choices. along with that, we got a. Uh, because we're talking about it, obviously, when they announced this at um, what, what con was this? This was Otakon, wasn't it? Otakon, Vegas? I think, yeah. Otakon Vegas. Uh, they also talked briefly about the fact that Lupin will be coming out on uh, Blu-ray. It, actually, it's going to be out on two different versions, actually, because there's a Japanese version and there is the English version, and they're going to bring them both out separately. This is TMS's doing. More or less. Uh, the Japanese and the international cut of Lupin the Third Part 4 are different enough that they can't just overlay the dub on the Japanese one, and they can't just port over the Japanese music to the international release. I mean, it's possible to do, but it's a lot of work. But more importantly, TMS has essentially said the Japanese music with the Japanese dub and the international music with all other dubs that's what they want that's what discotech has to release so yeah it's unfortunate but i mean, i don't hate the score for the international release of lupon though i do wish they would compromise and give us that kick-ass remix or kick-ass cover of the classic lupon the third theme right. if they had just given us that as the opening instead of this generic kind of okay song that that would be a decent compromise but they're not even doing that i'm more than a little disappointed about that but you'll at least be able to get the japanese music with the japanese release and uh, i'm sure pricing will be uh, less because it's a single dub instead of both audios i would figure so it, it's probably going to be reasonably affordable to get both releases, but it's kind of crappy that they have to do that. So we got one more piece of news. Um, what? And uh, this this would be... coming from Right Stuff. Yes. Whoa. This is this is more of a well, Gundam plays on Toonami, and this could, I guess, be a possibility for Toonami. We'll see. But uh, Gundam Seed slash Destiny is getting redubbed by, and that's Nave Post? N-Y-A-V Post. Okay. They are the ones that dub the Gundam OVAs of recent years. Okay. So, probably... So, like, Thunderbolt, probably, which you've seen, Paul. Was that and Bang Zoom? Bang Zoom... Bang, Bang Zoom did um, Iron Blood Orphans. But didn't they, didn't they do Thunderbolt too? I thought they did Thunderbolt, maybe. No, I believe it was NYAV Post. Hmm, okay. And NYAV Post did Unicorn, and I'm pretty sure they did Origin. I'm pretty sure. Speaking of Thunderbolt, I did watch that. I do have the review that I'm going to have Sketch and CJ look at, but, you know, it wasn't a, it wasn't a bad movie, but it, that jazz movie, music just played way too much in there. What? It got... It got so annoying sometimes, man. Like, I was just sitting there like, can we just 
stop with the music? Can we just stop with it? Thank you. Hmm. No, it's back again. Fuck. Like, oh my god. Yeah, I think Sorry, there'd be differing just, opinions on that. That's just a that's just a bitch of mine. Like, and granted, I don't watch like a ton of anime. I'm trying to catch up on some stuff. By the way, got Mobile Suit Gundam Origins. I'm watching. I watched the first part. There's like four parts to it. I watched the first part. That is so really far. good. That is oh, really yeah. good. That is some and great stuff. That is some. That was really good. I'm. I'm. I, once I get some time, I'm gonna watch the other ones and. Should I should I split that up, Sketch, or should I make that just one review for all four? Oh, because I mean, I could hmm. split it up. Well, I mean, the it's... release that you got is the one that's the all four of them, right? Right. So, uh, I think you should probably review them together. But I don't know. I guess you could do it individually because they were all released individually. To I mean, with. I could I could do like one big review and just separate them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but you yeah, guys you, will, could, you could do that. But you guys will see all that. You know, you'll just keep an eye on Geeky for that. As you can mm-hmm. see, we become a lot more, a lot more active with it. Have reviewers. But back to that. That's going to be very interesting to see if Gundam Seed slash Destiny could be on Toonami. Apparently, Jason a- didn't care for Seed. <laughs> yeah. And all I gotta say to that is good. What did you say? I mean, seed, seed. Uh, he said seed. He said he didn't care for seed, which makes me wonder if that is an opinion that he has always had, or if he developed that opinion after Toonami started airing it. That's true. Yeah, good, good point. So I don't know. I feel like before Gundam Seed aired, everybody was pretty hyped for it. I think and they're then more it interested. Aired and uh, opinions differed. I honestly, I think Seed itself is all right. It's kind of slow at first, but Destiny is garbage. It's just oh, terrible, 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 <laughs> terrible show. I can't believe they're wasting money to actually redub that shit. But the reason why they're redubbing Gundam Seed and Destiny is because the remaster, the HD remaster that Sunrise did altered animation and changed enough that you can't just overlay the old dub on it so kind of a similar situation to lupon also a similar situation to escaflone that funimation redubbed but still released the original of original dub that is so yeah i mean nyav post does good work so i I liked the Gundam Seed dub. I thought it was excellent work on Ocean's part, for the most part. So, I'm a little sad to see all those characters recast. Well, not all of them, but, I mean, you gotta take the good with the bad, but I... It's probably not that likely, because I think he's Union now, but Trevor Duvall's gotta come back as Moo. I need my Moo! (laughs) (laughs) Surprisingly, they did not announce who... Uh, Moo is being voiced by, I believe, though they announced several other characters. And Max Millman, that guy is taking over for Kira Yamato, and that is that is an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, I mean Matt Hill did a good job in that role, but it's still Matt Hill. <laughs> okay, he's he's he, he's not leading man voice material. Okay, nah, right. that's that is. Uh, that is Ed with one D, okay? <laughs> Butter toast. <laughs> Butter and toast. and re- and if you 
Toonami faithfuls remember Transformers Armada is Carlos. <laughs> oh, God. So when Gundam Z came oh. along, he's like, my friends are on that ship. <laughs> like, oh, man. But oh, Sam, man. Sam Vincent did a great job as Athrun, though. I, I like, that made me a believer in the performances that Sam Vincent can do. But that aside, I'm okay with this getting redubbed because it's not like that dub was sacred, but... <laughs> Yeah. No, Honestly, I think some of those other old ocean dubs of Gundam shows could potentially do with a redub, uh, particularly anything dubbed by Blue Water, except maybe G Gundam, because, I mean, come on, that's great. G camp. Gundam was freaking awesome, man. But Zeta Gundam, please, redub Zeta Gundam. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that dub is bad. Can we get the knife, please? And um, uh, it, I didn't write it down here, but... Uh, tangentially related to Toonami in uh, shows that used to be on Toonami News... If you didn't know, because why would anybody pay attention to Cartoon Network lately, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the 2000s Teen Titans series is back on Cartoon Network at 6 a.m. and 3 p.m. for hour blocks and like periodically at different times. So if you haven't seen that in a while, it's being presented in HD. It looks very nice and it's, uh, it's a nice throwback and it's a good show, so... It makes us. It may, I think it makes people wonder, like, what is Cartoon Network ultimately trying to do here? Voice people uh, in the stream. I don't know. Test the waters. Maybe. maybe. Like, hey, you know. Hey, maybe we can. People love that Teen Titans Go, but we can't just keep playing these episodes forever. Except we totally can. <laughs> which, which, by the way, by the way, that does make that does make the possibility that. It could go to Tsunami at one point, depending on how long no. they have the rights. No, man. No. No. That's, that's Look, not yeah, it. The only good thing about Teen Titans Go was the night begins to shine. No, 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 no. Not Teen Titans Go. I'm talking about the original. No, I'm just Go. saying that's the only thing I liked about Teen Titans Go. Yeah, Jack so did you watch the multi-parter? Because they really milked that thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I watched it all together, man. Hey, look here, dude. That song rocks, man. The night begins to shine yeah i downloaded it the other day and it's been kind of stuck in my head <laughs> i know right it's so addictive i know man b-e-r <laughs> yeah yeah so, so it's weird that cartoon Network is doing this because uh, they generally don't like to air two different versions of the same property at the same time unless it's like scooby-doo or tom and jerry which they kind of fudge on but don't get me th- talking about that scooby-doo man because the like, they, like they, they nuked teen titans reruns from boomerang uh several years ago because of teen titans go i that's what anybody would assume so i mean it's weird I mean, that they're bringing it back now but i guess they just want to milk that nostalgia a little bit more <laughs> i mean I, I the only thing i can think of is maybe they want to see how well it's going to do and they may do, try to do something with it in the future it's possible i mean stranger I mean, things have happened and at at uh at san diego comic-con warner brothers had these nifty looking bags that uh, had the Teen Titans from that series beating oh, the tar yeah. out of the Teen Titans Go versions. Yeah, I thought, is is this going to be a direct-to-video feature? Because <laughs> <laughs> I would watch it. That's that's, so. that's how you end Teen Titans with that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Teen Titans forever. 
right. If one gets the Ninja Turtles reference. Oh, boy. Some late-breaking news from after when we recorded this podcast. Cowboy Bebop will be returning to the Toonami schedule at 3 a.m. on September 9th. That will bump Attack on Titan Season 2's rerun to 3.30, which will display Samurai Jack, which will have finished up its Season 5 reruns the week before. That means Toonami will be running from 11 p.m. to 4 a.m., a full five hours. And you get a nice space western hour toward the back. I mean, of course, they couldn't resist the urge to pair up Outlaw Star and Cowboy Bebop. One can only hope Space Dandy is not far behind. But we'll talk more about that later. And now return to the rest of the podcast. So, it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a podcast without a topic. We obviously we talk about ratings a lot, but it seems like recently with a lot of you asking for us to talk about it, which Again, we do talk about it a lot anyways. A lot of you are wondering, what do we think about how the ratings have been doing? So that is the topic. How do we think about, what do we think about, as Sketch put it on the agenda, Dem ratings? Who wants to start first? <laughs> I, mean, I can go first. I mean, I can I can talk the whole night. You know damn well I can do this. So, yeah, you know. I mean, oh. Caboose, we'll let you have the floor. Go ahead. <laughs> you volunteered. I mean, there you go. <laughs> all right. So here's my take on it. Mm-hmm. TV in general is just down. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, folks need to... Saturday in particular. Not really worry about it. You don't work in programming. Just watch it. There's nothing you can do about it except for spread the word and watch it. <laughs> I like what he said. Stop overanalyzing things. Just And, and despite how it looks it's the shows fine. are still like almost always in the top five cable yes. premieres on saturday which i don't know if they can they for some odd reason they're not considering hunter hunter a premiere when i feel like it should be premiere it should be considered a premiere i mean frankly even shipping it should be considered a premiere because yes. those episodes never aired on disney xd yes you're right so, so I don't know why they don't do that, but correct, yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever. You know, yeah, yeah, I'm just not gonna worry about it at this moment. You you can base on you you can base where they would chart on how well Lupin it's, does, which is it's one of my it's one of my bitches though. You know what I'm saying? Like you you have a brand new dub of a brand of a show, and yet it's not it's not a it's weird premiere. Whatever doesn't make sense. It also messes no. up the like. The listing on PSV is like, when did this air? Apparently not this week. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure it did, though. <laughs> I think they're basing that Thank off God the Japanese air dates. I don't know. Or the side going to get rid of PS PSV has gone up in price, so that's going to go away. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Toonami's not going to get canceled anytime soon. No, no. no. I mean, no. they Look, they've the had first signs ratings. of that. Like the very first signs of cancellation would be losing stuff. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They're not losing anything. They're not gaining. Got... Exactly. <laughs> they didn't have to pick up Outlaw Star. They could have reran something else. Plus, we're getting Fully Cooly two and three, mm-hmm. and Next other year. great things coming. You know, down the pipe. Obviously, they still have a lot of faith it's... in the whole thing. They do. I mean, the reason, I mean, reason why, I mean, 
there's multiple reasons why Toonami was originally canceled in the first place. Yeah. Well, it's just. <laughs> and it was Adults... a it was an obvious decline. Yeah, okay, it was. Yeah. It, they 10, picked they picked away at it in pieces. Ten. Like if you didn't have the warning flags when half of Toonami was gone. And all you had was two hours a week. Two hours. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that, that, that should have been pretty obvious. <laughs> right. <laughs> well. I mean, adults were and, and And we're not talking like reruns either. Like, premieres gone. Just <laughs> gone. Yep. <laughs> Though they were kind of low on premieres at the time. Still, but, it's mm-hmm. they could have replaced that with new stuff. But they didn't. They just chopped off half of Toonami and... It's different than when they chopped off half of Toonami back in 2015. Totally different situation. It it, it is because I mean they they were just trimming the fat because yeah. the the ratings they didn't really ratings the didn't back end really it just wasn't, wasn't working. It was yeah it was just too long. They, I mean I personally was watching all of it. They they reran those shows so many times. They'd lost Yasha. They'd lost Clone Wars. There was really nothing to draw people to the back half. They could have encored again, but that of course would have done nothing. So it made more sense to just cut it off. I think they just lost Clone Wars because of well Disney. Disney. Wait, yes, they lost Clone Wars because of Disney. They lost Inuyasha because of the contract expiring. Exactly. Right. Right. Um. And, and those shows made a big difference in how long people would stick around to watch the back half. Because it was all reruns. Yeah. Well, I, I think the back half has kind of been um, adjusting since One Piece left because that hasn't been doing really well since then. So, hmm. but I mean, like this past week, it actually did pretty hmm. good. I was, I was... I'm kind of in because see here here's one thing that people aren't noticing about the ratings. Yeah, they're lower, but then if they're you notice, lower. if you notice, starting with JoJo, there's a gradual, not so bad decline in the ratings as it goes on, and it's like wait a minute, something yeah. something's working here. You know what I mean? So like yeah, okay, they're not the highest ratings you want to see, but at the same time you're like okay, something right is going on here. I think we need to continue this. You know what I mean? So Yeah, they just start low and they can't really make it up. It's that's just the way it is. This is the crazy thing. I th- I think in recent months they might have actually have done better if they had just let that Samurai Jack rerun where it was <laughs> cuz that seemed to be working sort of okay. Not great, but better than things have been. I know that's a bold statement, but I kind of think let let's put it this way: if uh, as much as I felt like they they overplayed that season of Samurai Jack, if perchance you were trying to catch one of those reruns, you got screwed left and right, man. They took it off, and then they took it off again, and then they took it off again, and now you can only watch it at three thirty in the morning. <laughs> okay, that's uh, uh. Not ideal. So, but go ahead, Caboose. Uh, but yeah, to end my point, like with Adult Swim, they already have like their. I want to say, uh, 
their viewer base on Saturday nights, and they're there, they are there to watch, you know, anime and action cartoons. That's not going to change because that's it's been established ever since you know Adult Swim action. Um, I mean, granted, you know they've they've had um, they've had anime like air at different times, like uh, Evangelion on what was it Thursdays or Wednesdays? Yeah. Right, Thursdays. I was well. They were doing weird. one one uh, premiere a day for a while for various yeah. shows. It was it was an interesting was time. I think they did it with Bleach, didn't they? No, I'm pretty sure Bleach premieres were always on Saturdays. Oh. Yeah, they were. But okay. like Inuyasha, that that Kagome. was a, a weekday. <gasps> oh yeah, premiere do. pretty often. <laughs> Don't fall they, asleep. They tried all kinds of wacky things, <laughs> and they used so, to strip premieres what? on weekdays too. But Saturday, other than the times when Adult Swim wasn't on Saturday, has been consistently yeah. focused on building action right except for when they got really wacky and tried that crazy schedule where it was like an hour of anime at the top and then a bunch of comedy and then the <laughs> premieres of code geass and morabito at the 5 a.m hour <laughs> yeah it didn't go over well <laughs> and then well, they restored it to like being anime after several comedies and it's been that ever since hmm <laughs> Well, now there's more comedy on the back end, but yeah. Right. The the time frame of midnight to 2 a.m. Has, has been action for a long time. Exactly. And people, like, I've, I've had YouTube comments. Well, I just had one complain, like, put that shit back on, like, weekdays. I'm like, you can't do that. <laughs> no. No, no. It doesn't really but, work, and it's costly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, um, I understand why people want them to, like, yeah, blow through a bunch of episodes of the long series in particular, but that's I mean, not what they're trying to do, and it's not what they're going to do. Tsunami's yeah. demographic isn't going to be watching it in the, on the weekdays. Oh, it's, that's it's true. It's not. It's I don't, not. I don't have we time are... for that. Exactly. I've only got I time for that. once a week. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody here got time for that. No. When I try to keep it's... up with things like the Colbert daily uh, oh, yeah. shows, it's like the daily show. Oh. Not not the oh. uh, for for a while I was trying to keep up with the uh, the late show with Colbert. Oh okay. Like, oh man, <laughs> this is entertaining, but I just I can't keep up. It's too much. Right. <laughs> it's daily, <laughs> except right. for when they're in reruns, which is and then periodical. Then even like shifting the block up. Like from eight to whatever, like I that that doesn't might that yield doesn't interesting seem... results based on how well Super has been doing there, but it's it's not a safe move by any no means. no it's not they, they they're basically fighting prime time yeah and, and Adult Swim doesn't like to fight prime time in general no yeah. gotta learn how to any fight, other premieres what why do you think they never have their but usual premieres at eight. They usually have their premieres at like a, eleven or at midnight. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's like 
cable in general cable doesn't do premieres until like nine or ten because they don't want to compete with all of the network television shows exactly and that makes sense i mean these all of these shows can coexist as long as they don't step on each other's toes and that's kind of the way that television works now of course on demand makes it so none of that is even relevant but (laughs) i like stepping on toes you still got you still have that concern and that's why adult swim programs things the way that they do i mean it may sound crazy but the lowest rated hours of adult swim are usually the 8 p.m hour okay (laughs) that's for whatever reason that's just the way it is (laughs) The later into the night it goes, it tends to do better up, up to a point. It's like right. the the highest rated hours are like ten to two, so to speak, depending on the day. And looking at Saturday as a whole, like Family Guy's not even barely breaking a million. <laughs> so it's uh, it's all too not his fault. It's 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 going bye bye. Family Guy's not doing great. All right, let, 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 no. let me talk. <laughs> yeah. No, That's no time. I've, I've made my points. Yeah, Just so, okay. worrying about the ratings. So, so let, let's, for those of you that are new, let, let's, let's kind of recap this just a little bit. So in the beginning, kind of, in the beginning, if we got ratings like this. In the beginning. If we would have been getting. like 2012. Yeah, if we would have got ratings like this, yeah, the block probably wouldn't have survived. Um, I'm just going to be honest because cable was doing way, way better back then. Exactly. Um, but now with the, the issue, I think that Toonami is facing is not that the ratings aren't good because I think the ratings are a lot better than what we see. I've come to the conclusion myself that I think that we're not seeing something and whether that be the adult swim stream itself or, and I'm talking about the ratings from these, or some of those other new services that have come into the fold, like um, Hulu, for example. Uh, YouTube TV doesn't have that yet. doesn't have any Turner channels yet, so we can't count that. But um, we have all these mediums that are being created so you can watch cable TV, and I feel like some of these mediums are not being measured. Either they're not being measured, or if they are, Adult Swim is getting those ratings and we're not seeing those publicly. Yeah, so that's how it I, is. I think that's I think that's part of it. Um, I hear Hulu and, is counted with Standard Nielsen, but right. I know Sling is. I know Sling is, but um, here, here's the other thing. I think Sling is. I mean, it it, it is. is counted by it's counted by Nielsen, but I don't think it's considered part of the the ratings that we see. It might not be. I mean, that that might be part of That's, it, too. Because no. PlayStation View also has an opt-in, opt-out for Nielsen. But and, and here's, here's, here's it's my clearly kind of, not being shown. Right. And, and here's kind of my proof that we're not seeing something. If you look at it, if you look at our Twitter feed every single week, we find out from Nielsen Social, which obviously they now monitor social media traffic, Dragon Ball Super has been in the top five pretty much every week and for me that tells me one thing and that's you know we're still getting people watching we're just not seeing something and that's why i kind of think that we're not like tsunami's not going anywhere um because 
if it was, yes, like Sketch said, we would be seeing something. But, you know, also, you know, and what we mean by seeing something, we start to see the block shrink. We don't see the block go from 1130 to 11, which, by the way, it doesn't usually play at 11. It, the only time that it did that was what? Samurai Jack was the first time? Yep, that was the first so, time. So that's a good thing, mind you. Uh, I also think they did that because Saturday nights are doing bad and Family Guy is not doing as well as it can. Um, yeah, that's something I wanted to discuss. They seem a little strapped for how they can program Saturday for whatever yeah. reason. They they don't want to do more than that one hour of Family Guy as far as the Fox comedies go. I mean, they they could play Cleveland Show, but it's not going to do as well as Rick and Morty. So they've just kind of settled into that hour of Rick and Morty, which includes an encore of the most recent episode. Right. And then an hour of Family Guy. And you would think that that would do pretty well, but it's not. And then they don't really have anything else that they can throw on. They tried Venture Brothers. It didn't really work. They've tried some other stuff. Like they've tried Cleveland show. It didn't really work. They've, the only thing that really worked was American Dad, and they don't seem willing to give up that airing on another day of the week, which is what they would have to do because they have a limited amount of airings, which, which I is, find kind of strange because TBS yeah. is uh, throwing money at that show now. So I don't know if that contract will ever change. But well, for for whatever reason, they aren't airing more Fox comedy on Saturday, and I hate to say it, but that crutch was pretty useful. So. Yeah. This this is what this is what Toonami is capable of in the current landscape with just that lead in. And it's a little discouraging, but if they're not scaling it back, clearly it's working in some capacity. So I don't think there's really a reason to worry about it. Well, and, and also we have to take in consideration too, TBS has American Dad now. And they don't seem to be playing American Dad on the week. Well, at least on Saturday at all, really. Unless yep. it's sometimes sometimes it shows up on the backside. But I don't think it's shown up recently on the backside. No, um, it only plays on the backside if it's on the front. Right. So for me, like, that was another show that was doing, that was a good lead in for Toonami as well. You know, so I'm kind of confused at why they wouldn't do that. Those few weeks where they had it, paired with dragon ball super probably a little controversial in content but it worked <laughs> i think I, I don't remember if it was you sketch that it said it or if it was when i was on it was on the other podcast but i i, I really oh, you think another podcast yeah i don't like you Darrell. um <laughs> hey, there is no podcast but this one yeah okay whatever anyways um so the problem the problem that that uh, Adult Swim's facing is kind of is from another network that's in their family. I mean, American Dad, all these new episodes are obviously playing on a TBS, but you're not seeing all those episodes show up on Adult Swim, or at the very least, you're not getting really that much advertisement about them playing brand new episodes. Because if you remember when it would play on Fox, a week later they would play the brand new episode on Adult Swim. And I don't think that's is is that happening still with TBS? I think it is, or maybe it's like two weeks behind. I it, it I honestly don't advertised. pay that much attention to. Yeah, I feel like it, well, they I feel don't like it really they don't really advertise comedies other than their originals. Right. 
Well, I also feel like I also feel like the the other problem that Tsunami has, and this is a problem that's been ongoing. It's not going to change, you know, because they don't have the money to do it. But it's something that they need to start doing, and that's advertising outside of the block for shows that are premiering. I mean, here's the thing: if Crunchyroll can play a commercial during Tsunami, why can't Tsunami put a commercial on Crunchyroll? You know what I mean? So, for example, you have a new arc of Dragon Ball Super. You obviously advertised outside of Toonami and Adult Swim, because we saw that with Dragon Ball Super. You did that. Why would you not then go and try to advertise Super more? But also, on top of that, you know, you did it with Samurai Jack 2. I think they did it with... Yeah, they did yeah. do it with Samurai yeah. Jack. Um, why not do that with JoJo, for example? Why not do that with... Um, Why not promote JoJo more than a week ahead on air? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and that, that, yeah, that was another thing. Like, that was really weird, too. It's like, you know, you have these options. You have these anime options out there. Like, you could do it on Funimation now. You could put an ad on there, too. Like, you have all these options to promote these shows, but you don't use them. And, you know, I get that you probably don't have the money to do that. But at the same time... You're relying a bit too much on social media and word of mouth. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Facebook page has almost a million likes, but that only goes so far. You know what I mean? I mean, you have to take in consideration that whatever how many likes or followers you have, you're going to be lucky if half of them are actually seeing your posts on a daily basis. And let's go even let's let's go in even further with that. You know, let's say you do have a a, a hundred. Or, I'm sorry, a million likes on Facebook. You're hoping that at least half of those people are actually seeing your posts, but in reality, only one one quarter of those people are actually seeing your posts. You know, and that's that's the that's the problem. Toonami needs to be able to now advertise outside of the block because people, you know, it's it's funny because with Toonami news on Twitter, you know, people thinking that we are Toonami sometimes. You know, you get these new people coming on. And they're like, oh my god, JoJo's JoJo's Stardust Crusaders is dubbed? It's playing? Oh my god, I didn't know that. That should be a sign right there. Because I know that they're doing that on the on the Toonami Facebook page. They gotta be. Like, what? That should be a sign to you right there that you should be advertising outside of the block for the shows like this. And with Stardust being, with Stardust Crusaders being a show that as you know, outside of those three episodes that they tested, you know, not being shown, uh, hello, well, not being shown dubbed, I should say, you know, hello, advertise it, advertise, let's go, I'm not saying you have to advertise Outlaw Star, Outlaw Star has been around for years and years and years and years, you know, that's one thing that you don't advertise, but, you know, when you get something like Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphan Season 2, Crunchyroll had it, subbed, why is there not an ad on there when it comes out, there should be. I'm not saying that there won't be, but they should do that kind of stuff. That's one of my. I criticisms. agree. They should do that's, that. That's one of my criticisms of Toonami Now we're five years into this. Okay, if you want to gain new viewers, you gotta put. Let me put it to you this way: in business, they they teach you one thing. You need to spend a little. You need to spend a little to get a little. Get a little. Yeah. yeah. Now, so it, it feels like maybe they're putting too much focus on 
building a strong lineup and not enough focus on promoting that Correct. lineup. I like, agree. They could potentially spend less money on getting shows and more money on advertising and get right. better results. Right. And and here's another thing too. Let's say when DBZ leaves, okay, let's just let's just go out there. Let's just go out on a limb and let's say that they decide they want to put Boruto on, or if they want to, or they could even go even farther and answer all these people that keep putting this damn show on the most requested fairy tale, put fairy tale on tsunami. What are you going to do? Like, are you going to sit there and go, Oh no, it's, it's on the block. That's all you need to know. No, 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 no. You need to go out and you need to advertise that shit. Okay. Because people will not come to your block. will not come to this block. New people, I should say, will not come to this block if they don't know about it. And by the way, there are still people out there that do not know that tsunami's back. This is five years later, folks. People do not still still do not know that Toonami's back. I mean, that's amazing to me. Especially when part of those many of those people liked that Facebook page back in the Cartoon Network days. And you know, there's posts at least it seems like almost every day. So like you're at least seeing one of these posts, you know? So that's 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 what Toonami really needs to do now. They need to hone in on where they're going to get people to come to the block and they need to go and start advertising on those places. Use streaming services, use you, use the streaming services too. Okay. Advertise on Crunchyroll, advertise on Funimation now, advertise on Hulu for God's sakes, you know, do it. I mean, actually I think Dragon Ball Super actually was, was advertised on Hulu. If I remember correctly, the one before it came out on Toonami, I think it, was it actually on YouTube. Was. was it on YouTube? I think I thought it was on Hulu too. Um, oh, maybe. But I, I'm just saying, like, if you do this, if you do that, you will get more people. I'm not saying you're going to get two million people on a show, but you're going to get you're going to get more of these shows over a million, and that's just a fact. <laughs> okay. One last thought, and, and I mean, this should be fairly obvious after years of seeing kind of a lull in ratings in the summer months, summer ratings tend to be down. So come fall, things might pick up. A point where ratings kind of picked up last year was when Cartoon Network took back the 8 p.m. hour. So, (laughs) And the reason for that is because it frees up some other Fox comedies that are airing on weekdays and they suddenly don't have as many airings so they can throw them on saturday and that could potentially lead to a nicer set of ratings but i mean there's a lot of things that could happen uh, i'm i don't have uh, a great deal of expectations that anything coming soon is going to really draw people in more than are already present so i think it's more of a matter of just everything doing better together and hopefully it does but if they're not doing anything to take away shows, cancel shows before they finish, and One Piece is, like, not the example that you should be using to be concerned about things, because it had plenty of time to figure itself out, and it just never really clicked. So let's not worry about it, okay? It's, you You'll drive yourself crazy if you worry too much about this stuff. Just enjoy the shows, watch them, tell people about them, good word of mouth, and, you know, 
just tune in and enjoy what you want and ignore what you don't. You'll be happier. We'll all be happier. Right. And, 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 you know, for the record too, I do think that the ratings will go back up a little bit once we get out of summer here. We got another week or two before that happens. So I honestly do think that they will go up. Um, we'll have to see how far they go up, but yeah. Also, if the upcoming marathon of Dragon Ball Z Kai does better than a regular week of Toonami, <sighs> sketch is going to cut somebody. Like, we really seriously have this problem of people not sticking around for anything after DBZ. One Punch Man is pretty much the only show that defied that. Everything else, regardless of what it is, tends to take a hit. People just don't seem to care for anything but the Dragon Ball shows, which is annoying. I have to say that Bleach was better at drawing people to other shows. Dragon Ball's, like... Dragon Ball's more exclusive rather than inclusive, and it's kind of getting frustrating at this point. <laughs> Agreed. So. But I'm, I mean, I honestly don't think anything else would do better. So, <laughs> kind of <laughs> stuck with it for now. Though I am getting a bit concerned with how close the 8.30 airing and the 11pm airing are getting in ratings. Yeah, Bowing down to our toy overlords could be problematic soon. I'm not buying down to my toy upper legs. Yeah. So you, you're drunk. I got it. Okay. You do not call me drunk. I'm not in the least bit. <laughs> I'm not in the least bit slightly inebriated, sir. You would take that back. Right. So with that, we're going to get out of here. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. Um. So, you can email us, podcast at tunamifaithful.com. Again, that is just podcast-related things, so please email us there about that, and that alone, nothing else. Uh, and send us your talkbacks there if you have something longer that you want to say than what Twitter allows you, because we would like to hear it. Uh, rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and, of course, the TuneIn Radio app. All of them you can get, of course, and we also have... The, we are also on the SoundCloud app because we are on SoundCloud.com, uh, sure which are. is surviving, thank God. Um, so we don't have to worry about that, which I'm very happy about, mind you, because I kind of got a little worried there. Um, yeah, you remember the Potomatic days? Yeah, well, you mean the Potomatic lying days? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I said, guys, um, you can find us all at, at, at all those places, like us, follow us. Do all that stuff. And also, you can, at soundcloud.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast, you can download all the episodes there, and you can listen to them later. You can, like I said, the SoundCloud app. So please do do that. And if you share the podcast and let people listen to us, please do it from SoundCloud as well. All right, so you can like us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast. And you can tumble with us on Tumblr. It's tsunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com. And if you've missed any of our episodes and you don't want to go through the whole SoundCloud feed to try to find them, it's uh, podcast.tunamifaithful.com that will give you an easier way to get to our episodes and see them from all the way from episode one to the one right now. Don't talk about episode one. Uh, Shut up. (laughs) And also we have a Patreon, so if you guys are interested in helping us out, 
uh, fund the podcast, fund the website, fund everything that we do. Visit pod, uh, patreon.com slash podcast and contribute there. And again, like I always say, like if everybody that was following us gave us a dollar every single month, I mean, that would take care of everything. <laughs> you got 10,000 fans. Tell your rich friends and your grandma, too. Oh, God. Anyways, Caboose, where can they find you, sir? Find me at Caboose Jr. on the Twitters, YouTubes, Tumblrs, AskFMs. And I've been, well, I've been a kid. I've also been a squid. I've been playing a lot of Splatoon, too, lately. So Nobody cares. Check out my streams. Check out my Twitch. Oh, my God. Check out my mixtape. I need to make a new Check out my mixtape. I'm going to shove them all down Jason's throat when I go down there. Gone, you want to find out the mysteries of me? Huh? Check out my mixtape. <laughs> no, no, no. Gang, what an epic troll. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, Terrell, where can they find you besides the bar? Oh, you can find me at ukami underscore samurai seven at twitter.com. You can find me at the, <laughs> <laughs> at the C-A-R-O-L-A-D-A-C-A at twitter.com. And if you want to send me any evil emails, even though I haven't checked my email in months, you can do that at the red <laughs> at twitter.com. What is wrong with you tonight? I don't know, man. I think I just said that I got to go back to work on Friday. <laughs> yeah, it's that booze. Anyways, Sketch, where can they find you? You can find me at Sketch1984 on Twitter, sketch1984.tumblr.com. You can ask me questions at curiouscat.me backslash sketch1984. If you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast, you can direct those to either of the emails, sketch at tunamifaithful.com or podcast at tunamifaithful.com. And Paul, where can they find you? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can find me on Instagram. It's Instagram.com slash Paul Pascrillo. And uh, you can ask me questions. It's ask.fm slash Paul Pascrillo as well. You can email me. It's uh, Paul Pascrillo at TunamiFaithful.com. And you can listen to me on another podcast called Two Strangers, One Stu- Podcast. Two Strangers. I, I corrected it before I said anything. <laughs> Two Strangers, One Podcast. You can listen to me there. That is also on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. So, so what kind yeah. of stew are you making on this podcast? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's called it's called Take Darrell's Booze Stew. Oh. And that was oh. the day that Paul Skrillo lost his life. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot a plug. Uh, Toonami Showdown recently did an update to their rankings of the Toonami shows, adding various shows that have aired since the first time they did the ranking list. And I was on that, and it was a good time. So give it a listen. It is on podcast.toonamifaithful.com and other places. I hate those guys. (laughs) All right. So that is it for this week's podcast. Remember, we are doing this every two weeks now for the the time being. So please do uh, tune in and... If you could, if you can't help us and donate at all, please do share the podcast because that will help as well. Tell but that's your it. friends. Oh, God. But that's it for this week's Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Peace. We're out. Deuces. Yeah, hey, what I tell you about that? You, <laughs> you do not say deuces. That is my thing. My thing. Deuces. You understand me? 
you know what? I swear, man. I'm gonna beat you like a redheaded stepchild. Do it. Oh, Bring it on, little man. Bring it on. Stop this recording. <laughs> Do it.